Welcome to the Giants Huddle, a New York Giants podcast. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. My name is John Schmelk. Today's guest will be Giants second-round pick Xavier McKinney, third-round pick Matt Parrott, fourth-round pick Darnay Holmes, and fifth-round pick Shane Lemieux. Before we get to our guest, I want to remind you that you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms on Giants.com slash podcast and on the Giants mobile app. Now let's get to our guest, the first Giants second round pick, Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama. Had a chance to talk to him shortly after he was drafted. We are joined by Xavier McKinney, who the Giants select with the fourth overall pick of the second round out of the University of Alabama. Xavier, congratulations. Were you surprised that the Giants take took you when they did? Did you have a lot of interaction with them leading up to the draft? It was a long first day. Um, of course, I thought I was going to hear my name called that first day. Uh, so it was kind of a tough night uh, to kind of just a tough pill to swallow for me. Uh, but, you know, coming into the second day, you know, I was hoping that the day was going to be better, which it was. Uh, and I really I didn't really didn't know, uh, you know, what was going to happen. But, uh, you know, I was praying that something good happened. And, you know, it did. And, and I'm thankful to be a giant. And, you know, I'm happy. And, you know, my family's happy. So. Uh, it's, it's going to be a, a good night. One thing that Coach Judge talked about a lot, whether it was the pre-draft interviews or initially the day that he was inducted as the head coach of the New York Giants, his word that he continues to talk about is versatility. That's something that you bring to the defensive side of the ball, whether you're playing too high, single high, in the nickel and dime situations, dropping down in the box. Just for those Giants fans that are out here listening right now, just describe what you love about playing on that back end of the defense and the strengths that you're going to bring to this team. Yeah, I, I just love making plays. You know, I, I try to you know go out there every time and just um, you know make my team you know better. I try to put us uh, you know in the best po- possible positions um, you know that we can be in as a team. So you know, I just like making plays for my team, for my coaches. Uh, you know, that's what I play for. Um, of course, the fans. That's something I'm really excited for, and uh, you know, ready for when I when I get up to New York. Xavier, you know, for Giants fans. They really want to know, you know, what kind of player they're getting. And, and Dave just mentioned it. Um, so I, I got to ask you as a safety, all right, look, you're, you're obviously a thumper. You like to come downhill. You like to hit people. I know the Giants trapped the Landon Collins a few years ago in the second round, a very similar situation to what you're in right now. But I got to ask you, would you rather come downhill and thump somebody or would you rather get an interception and, and show off those return skills? I just go out there try to make a, a play for my teammates and, and my coaches and, like I said, put us in the best possible position to, to win. Um, but, you know, of course, uh, you know, both is both is good, uh, you know, to, to have an interception or to, to go make a, a big hit. But, uh, you know, I try to do as much as I can. I, I want to ask you about Joe Judge. Have you talked to him yet? And did you have an interaction with him? And, and did you know him prior to getting drafted by the Giants? Uh, yeah, I've talked. I've talked to him. Um, I didn't really know him uh, prior to, uh, you know, when we talked um, over this whole process. Um, I actually didn't know that he was, uh, you know, coaching at Bama uh, at the time point. You know, I know he's a great coach. Um, you know, I know he's got you know a lot of things from, you know, the things that I did at Bama are kind of the same way that you know he t- he tries to do things. Um, so for me, I- I'll be a likable, you know, just being there. Um, and, and, you know, being a part of the Giants nation. So uh, I'm pretty excited for it, and I'm ready for the opportunity. Xavier, uh, you know, thanks so much. Uh, I know this is uh, – it's, it's been a, 
you know, it's been a tough off season for everybody. It's been totally different. We appreciate you taking some time. I, I will ask you one quick question. In this climate, how are you going to celebrate tonight? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just going to enjoy it with my family, um, you know, some of my friends that are here, um, and just, you know, be, be here and enjoy them, uh, you know, because they're really happy right now. Uh, but as of right now, we're all trying to stay safe and, uh, you know, times like this. All right, Xavier, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the time with your family. Look forward to seeing you and that elephant on your back in a New York Giants uniform. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was Xavier McKinney with the guys. Now let's turn our attention to Matt Parrott, the Giants' third-round pick out of the University of Connecticut. Matt, congratulations on becoming a member of the New York football Giants. What was the first reaction you had when you got the call that you were going to be a New York Giant? <laughs> I was very speechless because, you know, <laughs> uh, growing up in New York and have the opportunity, you know, to put on the blue, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's always been a dream of mine. And so it's, uh, it's, it's crazy that I got, you know, I'm still speechless about it. <laughs> All right, O'Hara, you're first. Matt, congratulations. Uh, welcome to the New York Giants family. Uh, take us through what, what this was like for you. Did, did you have conversations with the Giants leading up to the draft? And uh, talk to us a little bit about what you've been doing from a workout standpoint during this, you know, transitional offseason period. Um, so they uh, they reach out during this time, um, uh, and um, you know, during this time for the workout period, uh, you know, I'm coordinating with a strength coach right now, um, and uh, he's uh, based out of New Jersey. And uh, he's uh, he's able to give me workouts to an app, so um, I'm able to you know get after it. And um, with the help of my brother, uh, I just finished it actually today. Actually, uh, <laughs> I was for, uh, we were able to put a squat rack down in my basement. You know, obviously from the tri-state area, at home right now in New York, played at Connecticut. You know, one of the things for yourself is obviously, did you ever think that the Giants were going to be a team that draft you? And two, after the combine, after all the different things that you've went through working out, what are the techniques and fundamental things that you're going to start working on to get yourself prepared for when OTAs and minicamps do start? Um, so, I mean, it's always been a dream of mine. Uh, like I said, just growing up in the tri-state area, um, you know, just, you know, I've been a Giants fan since I moved to New York. <laughs> uh, so it's always been a dream. And uh, things I want to work on, just, um, you know, just overall just become a better student of the game. And, um, you know, just fine-tune everything when it regards to coming to technique, um, you know, being um, that much more dominant as offensive lineman, uh, working on, um, you know, uh, footwork, um, uh, hand placement, the, everything. Just, just, just everything I need to do to become a dominant player. So speaking of, of the technique work, obviously, um, you know, you're, you're extremely athletic. Uh, you've got a basketball background. How has that helped you uh, as a tackle, and how has that helped you with some of your footwork? Uh, so, I mean, when you play basketball, you know, <laughs> you got to have forward to play the sport, especially when you know, you work in the post most of the time. Uh, I feel like, you know, uh, just having that uh, hand-eye coordination as well also helped. Um, but I feel like, I feel like, I really feel like there's a, a lot of tangible things you could, um, you know, transfer over from basketball to football. And that's what helped me get to where I am right now. Yeah. Crazy. Still thinking about it. <laughs> I want to know who called you from the New York Giants and what was the message when you did get drafted? Uh, so, uh, the head coach, uh, he reached out, um, oops, I'm sorry. So still, still, still feel very surreal. I'm not I'm sorry. I don't mean to do this right now. <laughs> and I'm like, this, this was my reaction. Honestly, very, very honest with you right now. 
Uh, it, it was amazing. Um, you know, uh, gosh, this it's awesome. Cause I just, I just want to get ready to work. I just want to work right now, man. I just want to get after it. Did they did they show a lot of interest in you in this process leading up to it? Um, yeah, like I said, we uh we've had uh conversations. Um, and uh, you know, just 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 want to get ready to work, man. It's just this is honestly that's all my mindset is right now. All right, man, I'm going to put you on the spot right now, okay? Sure. Who's your favorite New York Giants offensive lineman of all time? Offensive lineman of all time? <laughs> oh, uh, dang, you put me on the spot. Yeah, I think about this well, one. it better be a tackle. It better <laughs> be a tackle. It better be. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, dang, I want to go old school on you guys. Let's see. Oh. Please go. Yeah. Come on, go, go, go old school. Go old school. Come on. Yeah. Go old I school. said we're 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 young, man. We got, you can go old school. That's fine. I'm allowed to. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. Um, Absolutely. Off the top of my head, uh, geez, man. I don't know who to pick. I don't want to pick wrong, and then you know this gets ears out. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's just between uh, us. No, you gotta pick one. I mean, I mean, go. I mean, growing up, uh, probably like the the biggest, you know, one of my biggest drives at UConn has kind of been like a personal thing for me, um, you know, because uh, he he was the first one to really do it big at UConn, and like you know, he was the first really original giant uh, from UConn. Um, uh, he he was kind of like the guy I wanted to beat out no matter what, and I kind of like you know put him to bed. Uh, uh, not not necessarily saying he's one of the greats that were to do it, but you know, the guy that kind of fueled my fire to push my to push my you know, that much more as an offensive tackle. Um, you know, I, I um I know I know it's gonna sound weird, but you know, I really just wanted to beat out uh, what's his name, Will Beatty, as and everything, because you know he was the guy to come out here and do it. And um, I, I, really, I just wanted to beat him out and do it. And you know, coming to the Giants, I'm definitely definitely gonna put it all to make sure that you know. Whatever. Hey Matt, don't don't worry about it because you know, David Deal right here beat him out twice. David was the starting left tackle for two. Years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you like it. I think like it, but that, that that was kind of very near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, just just, just wanted to beat him out, uh, especially because you know he, he came from UConn and he went to the Giants, and like you know that 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 was one of the first things I thought about. But yeah, you know. Oh, that's great. Well, obviously, when you hear your phone buzzing off the hook behind you, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, what do you do? Obviously, you're at home. You said your brother's helping you get the squat rack. I mean, what are you going to do when you get off this call with us? Uh, after this, um, just spend more time. Uh, my mom's still running around the house a little bit right now as, she's, as I speak right now. Uh, you know, definitely give her one more big, long hug. Um, and just spend the time with my family, even though, you know, it's quarantine. Um, I do have my family um, over live streaming and stuff like that. So just, just spending time with them and just kind of soaking in the moment because it's still still very surreal right now. Um, and just, 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 like I said, I just want to get after it. Hey Matt, did you did you have a chance at all during this process, um, you know, to, through the combine and 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 the obviously workouts leading up to this draft? Did you have a chance to interact with Andrew Thomas at all? Obviously, I'm sure, um, you know, you you watched the first round and, and you saw the Giants selected him out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know him at all? Have you had a chance to talk to him at all? Yeah, uh, actually, we were training down in the same facility down in Exos um uh, before the combine um you know he's a great tackle wow. i mean he's very fundamentally sound um you know i definitely learned a lot from him with my just the smallest time that i had with him and um 
Um, I'm great. He's coming to New York. Definitely get showing around the city. You know, get him a little chopped cheese and everything like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I definitely consider him to be a brother, especially because uh, even with the little time that we had, and, um, I'm, I'm just happy he's coming to New York. <laughs> well, I can say this: there's a couple other people that are pretty. I mean, how surreal is that? Too. You guys are trading, and, and that's Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Yes, sir. Well, definitely gotta protect them, man. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, so Matt, we last question. We put you on the spot as far as your favorite Giants offensive lineman of all time. That was fun. Yeah. But seriously, as someone who grew up a Giants fan, who was your favorite Giant as a kid? Um, shoot, I love Eli Manning. That was my guy. Uh, I every time oh, you just miss playing with him. Well, I do <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, you can always rely Eli. I used to always say that. Um, you know, he's he's tough, tough, hard-nosed football player. And, you know, um, like, you know, uh, see, when I was at school down in, Ma in Massachusetts and they won that Super Bowl my freshman year, I was ecstatic. You know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, he, he he's, uh, he's a great player. He's a great player. But this way, I, I'm, I'm sure once, God willing, these facilities open soon, you'll see him in there. He likes to come in for the free lunch. Nice. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we appreciate a couple minutes. Congratulations on being a member of the New York Football Giants. Congratulations on what is obviously a very exciting night for you and your family. Thank you. Thank you. That's Matt Parrott. Tall, athletic, long arms, and someone that a lot of people believe can become a good offensive tackle with some proper development in the National Football League. Now let's go to the Giants' fourth-round pick, their first pick on day number three, cornerback Darnay Holmes from UCLA. He played outside cornerback in college, but a lot of people project him to the slot in the pros. And now we're joined by the Giants' fourth-round pick, Darnay Holmes, cornerback out of UCLA. Uh, Darnay, congratulations. Welcome to the Giants. What was it like getting the phone call and finding out your NFL destination? Uh, it definitely was a beautiful moment, you know, a beautiful experience. I remember the first time I met the Giants and it was just an upbeat group of people and I'm ready just to contribute to add more energy to that group of people who already have energy. You know, I was ready to be an asset to the team and, you know, just be in New York and, you know, enjoy the experience. Did you have any expectations that the Giants might pick you? Were they on your radar? How much pre-draft contact did you have with them? Uh, I talked to him pretty frequently during the senior bowl and after the senior bowl, you know, we kept in touch and just figuring out how am I doing, how they're doing during this crisis. Tell, tell Giant fans that maybe did not see you play at UCLA, uh, how do you play? How would you describe your game? Yeah, I definitely say I'm a technician. You know, I'm an aggressive player. And, you know, I'm ready just to be an asset to the team. You know, I'm team-oriented, family-oriented. And wherever needs to be done, I'm going to make sure that I can get that done and maximize my role and maximize my, my potential for the New York Giants. What kind of scheme and in what position were you used primarily at at UCLA? I read you were mostly a man outside guy on the left side, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, my first year, I was near the sideline, and then from there, I went to left corner, and then my last year, I was able to travel. So uh, pretty much, you know, I was able to be versatile, but I'm just ready just to play. Now, I know, obviously, given your size, you probably are sick of people trying to label you a slot cornerback, right? But – What's your experience playing that spot, and how do you think you might be able to transition to that role given what you were asked to do in college? Yeah, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a game of football. You know, you really can't get caught up in the titles of things. At the end of the day, it's for the team. You know, I'm just going to make sure I do my 111, and if I have to play nickel, I'm going to play nickel. You know, if I have to play gun, I'm going to play gun. If I have to play jammer, I'm going to play jammer. And I'll make sure I maximize that and learn that and understand that. 
What do you enjoy playing? I enjoy playing football. <laughs> I enjoy being around everybody. You know, I enjoy around being around the coaches, you know, uh, soaking in the knowledge that they have, the wisdom that they have, because I know that everything that they're going to bring to me, you know, it's going to allow me to be a better man, you know, a better football player, most importantly. Now, you have a really interesting background. You went through a lot of things. Your father's a, a former NFL player. Your brother played in college, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you yeah. dealt with some, you know, stuff growing up that was tough. How has the way you were brought up and your life experience has kind of prepared you for this moment heading into the NFL? Yeah, definitely. When you're brought up and you see a lot of different things, you know, you see the success and you see the downfalls. You know right away that there's things that you can't get caught up in, you know, and there's things that you should not have to learn because a family member learned those things and, was a testimony to inspire you that you shouldn't go that route. So just having those guys around me, my family, you know, they're, they're key for me. You know, they're my backbone and they give me the insight and wisdom that I need. But, you know, ultimately, you know, my brother and my pops, you know, they played a, a major role. You know, it's been a lot of days where we uh, go to Dave and Buster's at night, come back late and right away my dad wakes us up, wakes us up and he says, it's time to go get it, you know. And he did that this morning, <laughs> you know, he did that this morning. I remember his voice is like, get up, get up, he'll pull the – blanket off you so you got to get up you know so it's just little things that he did that showed us that you can't compromise the grind you know if you cheat the grind you know the grind ain't gonna ain't gonna give you the residuals that you need because you cheated it you mentioned getting after it this morning how have you managed to, to keep up your training and kind of stay in shape during these odd times where you really can't gather at gyms to work out yeah you know you gotta stay on the program you know my main thing is being as mentally and physically prepared when I show up in New York are you excited about coming to the East Coast and being in the big city in the big market? Uh, I'm definitely excited to come to New York. You know, I'm definitely excited to just be a part of a, a great organization. You know, the standard there is, is a beautiful standard. You know, being in New York, being a giant, you know, seeing the, the catches on the helmets and all those things, you know, there's a lot of things that happen that, you know, that that's with them, you know. So it's a great history there, and I'm ready to contribute to that history right away. What are some of the things that Joe Judge, Dave Gettleman, uh, said to you when you spoke to me either before the draft or after you were picked that kind of has you excited? Uh, you know, they say just ready to be somebody that's, you know, uh, selfless. You know, be ready to uh, fulfill whatever role that we want you to fulfill and just know that put your head down and get to work. You know, and that's the type of person I am. I'm going to put my head down and get to work. And I'm gonna, only time I'm going to lift my head up if I'm asking for some type of advice, you know, some type of advice that let me put my head back down and get, get to a better work. Darnay, congratulations. We hopefully will see you in New York sooner rather than later. Welcome to the New York Giants, and good luck. Appreciate you. God bless. And finally, let's go to the Giants' next pick on day three. Their fifth-round selection, Shane Lemieux, a guard out of Oregon, a four-year starter, over 50 starts at left guard. He's someone the Giants hope can solidify the offensive line after selecting two offensive tackles on day one and day two of the draft. I had a chance to talk to Shane. We are joined by the Giants' fifth-round pick offensive lineman out of the University of Oregon, Shane Lemieux. Shane, congratulations. Welcome to the Giants. What was it like? Where were you when you got the phone call from New York? Man, I've been in uh, Arizona, in Chandler, Arizona, for the past four months just training. And uh, family came down here, fortunate enough to have them here, and uh, just waiting for my name to be called. And uh, I got the phone call right before my name went up, and I was ecstatic. Just sitting on my couch with my whole family, and they all got to kind of embrace me. So that was, that was pretty cool. Do you remember what they said to you on the phone and who you talked to, or is it just a big blur? I talked to, I talked to everybody. I talked to coach. I talked to the O-line coach, talked to the GM, talked to assistant head coach. It was, it was a bunch of, bunch of, num bunch of names, a bunch of numbers, and a 10-minute span. So. Shane, how much contact did you have with the Giants uh, leading up to the draft, and did you expect that they were a team that could be heavily interested in you? Yeah, you know, I talked to them briefly at the Combine. 
uh, an informal meeting. I know my, my head coach at Oregon, Coach Cristobal, had a really good relationship with the entire staff. Uh, you know, and a couple of days ago, my agent talked to the Giants. Um, so, you know, I didn't have a bunch of, bunch of like, communication with them, but I know everyone around me did. Uh, so that was, that was uh, kind of a surprise, but at the same time, like, I, in the back of my mind, I saw them coming up, especially I know, you know, how much they love offensive linemen in the draft, uh, that I could be, a, I could be a, an option there. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Cristobal did coach um, at Alabama, so there's a connection with, with Joe Judge. Uh, what kind of shift did he run, and do you think that's going to kind of get you prepared for what you're going to deal with in terms of the regimen you're going to have in New York with Coach Judge? Yeah, you know, Coach Cristobal is a really demanding coach. Uh, I've been coached really hard in my career by him, and he's, he's a father figure to me, and I don't think I've ever had a relationship with a coach like him uh, on that level. Um, and I think he's pushed me to be really great. He, uh, as soon as he got here, he kind of instilled kind of a, a mantra of toughness and physicality. And uh, that's kind of how our program was ran. And uh, I think, you know, I, I'm the toughest person in this draft, toughest offensive lineman in this draft, and I put it on tape. And I think that's, you know, big credit to his coaching style. You know, I can't wait to go to a similar coached uh, team. Well, given your answer you just gave, I'll, I think I know what you're going to say, but I'll ask it to you anyway. For fans that maybe haven't seen you play in college, how would you describe your game and how you approach it? Toughness and physical. I think I'm a tone setter, and I like, I like bearing guys in the ground. And, you know, I like drive blocking people, and I like protecting quarterbacks. Now, I was reading that you didn't start playing offensive line until your sophomore year in high school. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I was a tight end before that. How was that transition? And when you did make that transition, were you like, oh, yeah, this is for me? You know, I think I was so wrapped up in, you know, the pretty, the pretty stuff of football, catching touchdowns. <laughs> Uh, being a tight end, you're not really in the mess. You're not in the trenches. Uh, and obviously, my body style, I got quickly bumped inside and to, to tackle uh, first. And instantly, you know, it was kind of, you know, I like blocking, but I kind of want to be the star of the show, so to speak. So I think I kind of grew with that, that offensive line trench mentality of, you know, not getting the recognition. And I, I kind of learned to love that. I think, you know, who I am as a person, I think I fit that, that offensive lineman mentality. Um, you know, as soon as I started, you know, getting pancakes, I, as soon as I started, you know, opening big holes for the running backs, that's when I kind of learned to love it. Because there's, there's something about, you know, imposing your will and, you know, driving people from where they won't, don't want to go. Imposing your will and forcing a man to move from one spot to the other when they don't want to. That's what, that's what our two former offensive linemen, David Dio and Shona Harrow, always say, and they love it. Uh, you, don't yeah. see many, you don't see many guys, Shane – uh, red shirt and then start all four years at a big program like Oregon over 50 starts over those four years uh, at guard where why do you think you're able to start so quickly as you as a red shirt freshman and then where do you think you improve the most over your four years at Oregon yeah you know coming in we had a really good uh, veteran offensive line my freshman year and you know I just took everything I could from those older guys and I really just put it into put it into play that that spring of my redshirt freshman season I think, you know, just off-season program. I'm a, I'm a big weight room guy. Uh, I'm really – I love the techniques, the fundamentals, the offensive line play, and I think I really just absorb, absorbed all of that information around me and put it into use. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's just good coaching and my mentality. I think there's a, there's a place for a tough football player anywhere you go, and I think I, I fit that mold from day one. All right, Shane, and then how about just the idea of coming to New York, big market, big city, northeast. Uh, does that have you excited, and, and kind of what are your expectations of that? I'm excited, man. I've never been to New York, and I can't wait to get out there as soon as um, this whole coronavirus pandemic uh, really winds down. Uh, I'm ready at any moment to get out there. I'll be on the first plane flight I can. I know that for a fact, and uh, I can't wait to see the, the facility and meet all the different players.
Well, Dave Gettleman loves his hog mollies. That's what he calls you, offensive lineman. Joe Judge wants a physical team. It sounds like you'll fit right in. We appreciate it. Congratulations, and we can't wait to see you up here. Yeah, thank you, guys. Go Giants. At his pro day, Shane Lemieux did play a little bit of center, so perhaps that's somewhere the Giants might be able to fit him in if he can cross-train, not just at guard, but also at center. Thanks for being with us on this episode of the Giants Little Podcast. You can find it on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a positive review. You can find it on the Giants mobile app and on Giants.com slash podcast, where you can find all of our podcast offerings, including Big Blue Kickoff Live, our daily show that we talk Giants football on. Thank you to our guest. Our next show will feature the Giants picks in rounds six and seven. Until then, we'll see you next time on the Giants Little Podcast.